0: This ghetto, I wanna leave Can you bring me up? I'm out on the street By the corner store You know the one on
1: 15th Got a bright shirt on So I'm easy to see I've been down here Stranded indefinitely I can't reach
0: my planet But I need to leave You should see these people It's hard to believe How they treat you it's hard to conceive oh, Earth is ghetto I wanna, leave. Oh, Earth is ghetto. I wanna leave.
2: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Ooh happy fucking Friday. welcome to the Earth is Ghetto podcast. I know I know the panel looks very, very empty right now. But that is because my uh, favorite non binary uh, and my amazing co host, Aaron, is handling some really important shit. So I am here to hold it down for you guys. <sighs> so, you know what? I am going to just jump um, directly into the topic. Um, you know, I feel like every time I'm coming up with topics for the show, This is the one thing that I swear, I guess it's just going to be a theme because we we keep on doing this. This Manosphere podcast era, especially, especially, I mean, it's for all cishet men. um, But of course, the ones that end up in my feed are the ones are with Black cishet men. And uh, I didn't think that we were going to be talking about this again. But it keeps on ending up on my fucking feed. We continue to talk about... um, uh, black men and their disdain for single mothers, how it takes down some kind of value of some kind. And I guess the my issue is that I think we need to actually explore that a little bit further. I think that we need to dissect it so we can kind of understand why. So I'm just gonna play a little clip for you guys. Um, and uh, hold tight.
1: so I can't call him a cornball, but I did understand where Channing Crowder came from. Most men who have wealth don't openly choose single mothers to wife. Men with no kids should choose women with no kids to start their own family and legacy, not piggyback off the nut of another man. At the end of the day, it'll always be men like Russell that come in and save women like Sierra. People act like future the problem, but you have one irresponsible man and you have seven irresponsible women. Who chose to have a child with a man knowing who he was. My advice to young men with no kids, stay away from single mothers. Let them suffer the consequences of their mistakes on their own. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh. That's why y'all like Russell? No, that's why. Because y'all really spout that. Y'all spout that the punishment. For being a single mother is to be lonely and valueless forever lonely miserable and valueless that's what you do to inflate your ego and shame women and there's a power in that right there's a a power in being able to make somebody else an outcast an object of shame with stigma but sierra defies that logic right let's just going by your logic sierra chose poorly Even though y'all already said y'all be lying and writing novels and putting on whole productions to mislead women and get what you want from them. And niggas can't know who the fuck you are until it's the fourth act and the curtain's already closed. But let's go by your logic, right? She chose wrong. She is the baby mama you snub your nose at. And she still has a good man who loves the fuck out of her. Openly. You have disdain for Russell because he proves you wrong. Men with money and status won't choose you, silly woman. Lesser men might settle for you, but a man with value? Never. But he did. A talented, educated, kind millionaire did. And plenty of men like Russell exist, who don't give a fuck about body count, who see women for their heart and their kindness and their fire and their drive, who don't blame the women, for the failures of a deadbeat father women do find happiness these women who y'all shame and say shit they'll never be happy even after being ruined by these men so you say and that pisses you the fuck off the bad girls still get their happy ending your approval your your rules that you try to use to control and shame women don't mean shit now what's your leverage what is it? it gotta be something else try something else you feel a little powerless with that don't you it's okay it's okay tink
2: tink i don't know Ooh, all right i hope that everyone was able to go ahead and hear that I feel, like, I feel like she made so many awesome points, especially in this particular, um, I feel like everybody should go follow her. That is Deja underscore, uh, B-L-U-U, Deja Blue on TikTok. Um, I love her take on it because it puts it in such a way where I was able to understand completely. They have taken this whole thing where it's like, guess what, you are valueless because you have had a child. Why is it that I, when I grew up, I always heard women staying in relationships because they had kids, uh, not just because they wanted to keep their family together, but the rhetoric was, who's going to want me? Who is going to want me with all of these kids? And it's not even as much of, oh, there's just so much responsibility on the other person, because you're a single mom. You've been doing it by yourself for a really long time. It's not about all this work being on somebody else. I believe that at the end of the day, it really is about the, the shame and the stigma. You know, I, and I feel like it goes back a long way. Like for a long time, divorced women are were like damaged people. <laughs> like in the 70s and 80s, when you were quote unquote divorced, that was one of the worst things that you could be. So now in this era, a baby mama is one of the worst things that you could be, especially as a Black woman, if you are talking to Black men. For some reason, it's something to take away our value. It's not, it's, it's. like they're not even worried about the person, uh, the personality, what kind of, uh, like anything. It is some of the most frustrating shit in the world. And I will say this, as a person who doesn't have kids, I'm very, very wary when I get men in my inbox who are just praising me because I haven't had a child. Like, oh, man, I didn't know there was any of you left because, you know, everybody, you got one, you know, everybody went through their whole phase. Sir, I went through quite the whole phase. I just didn't I just don't have a child right now. That's that's all. And it's almost in the same way whenever I have men on my page that will um, especially in my dating inbox. I swear it's fucking scary in there. But a lot of times, they'll say things like, oh, I love the fact that you are such a classy lady. These are trigger words for me. Um, you um, And that uh, you don't show your ass. You always have all of your clothes on and so on and so forth. And I like the fact that you're a classy lady. I'm like, <laughs> nigga, I have insecurities. <laughs> all right, I'm trying to love this fupa. Once I do, I'm going to be out there buck-ass naked. Me and Lizzo gonna be on the same fucking level. Once I figure out how to love all of this awesomeness. Okay. So it really kills me sometimes, especially because in this, in this dating world where you, I I mean, like where, you know, we've done episodes on, can you submit to a King? That's a real sentence I got. That is a real sentence I got in my fucking inbox. Um, Or I've even just come across some pages of people like in their bios, in their dating bios, This is really weird, guys. They will talk about future in their dating bios using like quotes of his and so on and so forth and and, or hashtag I'm not a Russell. I've seen that on on two in the past three days. What? How did we get to a point where we like we literally will blame the woman for everything? Do you notice how in the post, if you were here to listen to the uh, first part of the clip, where she was ta- where the guy was talking about, um, well, people act like future is the problem, but you have one irresponsible man and you have seven irresponsible women who chose to have a child with a man knowing who he was. Oh, my goodness. Even though every time we tap into the manosphere, we will hear men admitting that they will go on, go ahead and put on full ma- theater piece productions in order to get uh, in order to be that quote unquote perfect man just to get some pussy. Do you notice the 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 um constant hypocrisy? It's like it doesn't matter where it is or how it goes. It's like so Russell has had several children that he is notoriously known for not paying for, right? Russell has Loved on Sierra and basically adopted her child and gave her what, three more babies, two more babies? I know she, listen, they working on the biggest family ever. He's a football player and they're coming up with their own team at home and I'm here for it. And I think what, what, what kills me is, is that we look at those two men and for some reason the man, we'll look at those two men as like, okay, so one's a deadbeat and one's an actual man. But if you get into the manosphere, it's like, oh no, that's not a deadbeat. He's just a really cool ass nigga. You can't understand. I, I'm not, I'm not understanding. I'm not getting it. It's a read. Oh
0: my goodness. Good morning, sir. Mm, the main little spear. It seems like uh, some of these dudes got rowdy because this is a conversation where we're as women are having. Um, Girl, I I feel like this is happening because of the reemerging of black women. The fact that black women are starting to heal themselves to honor themselves to honor each other to create this uh sisterly hood because most of it is rebuttal they they feel like black uh women uh or black feminism is ruining the black community and i I still it, it baffles me it baffles me because if you know energetically what black women coming together does you wouldn't even be so stupid girl Girl,
2: oh, what a word! Because it's so true. Um, it really comes out of this uh, this ignorance, um, wanting to be wanting to be patriarchy so bad. Black men want to rule like white men do, so fucking bad. And it shows in these podcasts. And I feel like you're completely right. It does have to do with the reemergence of uh, black women. Black women are the most educated in America, so black women are out earning. Black men. Um, we are we are out purchasing. We're out earning. Um, and on top of that, we're also getting help for our mental issues on top of all of that. So Black women are literally thriving out here. And that's just, that is so intimidating and scary for these men. And I feel like, uh, what again, what she said in the video was very accurate. Sierra is the person that kind of defies the logic of, of single women, of single mothers being low value. Because remember, that's what we're all into, this low value, high value shit. We're not, we can't just be fucking people. Because um, there's literally someone for everybody in this world. We can't just be fucking people. No, 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 no. Um, that's, that's just too much. Um, and I think, again... The reason why I'm reiterating this, the reason why I am talking about it and is because it keeps fucking happening. I don't want to talk about this shit. I swear if this was not something I was passionate about, I wouldn't know anything that's going on because I love living in a bubble where there's just cat videos and like singing and um, men taking um, getting like the pregnancy machine put on them so they could like reenact fucking um, contractions and shit. That's it. I keep my life very fucking simple. But I don't have a choice. Um, And on top of that, I feel like I'm running into it. I'm running into it in real life. I'm running into it in my inbox. Oh, my goodness. The other day, story time. I'm at the gas station. And I'm not going to lie. I think because I spend so much time in the house, I was so, like, I don't know. It was weird even getting approached. Like, I work from home. I do this um, along. I have, like, I got issues. I don't like to go outside like that so anyway i'm at the gas station and um this guy in a car pulls up beside me and he was like hey little mom what's good and i was just like what does this old man want to do with me because let me tell you something he looked like he was at least in his uh 50s and he had like the top down and i'm just like oh no he just reminded me of one of those niggas would be standing at the club no matter what with the kangol hat on you know uh with the wide leg pants like i'm good sir <laughs> And um, he's saying, you know what? That's what's wrong with you women nowadays. I'm like, here the fuck we go. He's like, I don't understand it because uh, you, want our, you want us to provide and protect y'all. Um, but for some reason, you don't even want to be nice uh, to us anymore. How are we supposed to protect you if you won't even be nice? Oh, my God. You have to be nice to me to protect me. I don't want it. But what I ended up saying to him was, sir, I have a job and a gun. Um, I'm sorry, I have a dog and a gun. So I'm okay. But I appreciate your time. You have a good one. And I just drove off because we're not about to stand here and let me get covered by the dust from this old nigga. But I think the one of the things that I'm noticing is, again, this whole, like, Jesus, I really wonder what masculinity has done for them so fucking bad where they need to hold on to it with both hands. Because it's it's getting to the point where this is shit is ridiculous because we're looking at two situations and we can't even make it make sense. We're literally calling Russell a square because he is with a beautiful, successful woman and gave her a bunch of babies that he loves and is going to take care of. But Future, on the other hand, who can't even seem to put on a condom no matter what random bitch he decides to go ahead and excavate. But for some reason, we're going to blame all of the women, but not the one man that continues to be the pattern. It is. It's so fucking weird to me, man. It's not the wide
0: leg pants. The one of them old <laughs> OG behind ass niggas who who think they still living in 2005 with my white tee, yup, In my white tee. <laughs> No, but I heard that rebuttal yesterday. Um, I did a talk about domestic violence. Oh, Lord, Sid. Ooh, I got something to tell you. I don't know if you already heard, but someone on stereo pretty much said he was a black man, and he pretty much told other black men to only date black women, but if they get out of line, beat them.
3: And if we if,
0: if get even worse, kill them. Yep, that happened on stereo. That happened on stereo. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. See, you know what? And this, I'm, I'm not even going to lie, guys. I come on stereo just to do this show. Aaron will ha- will will go ahead and hang around and listen to other people's shows. Like if he doesn't send me a show specifically to listen to, and he generally will not. If especially if it's going to be triggering, um, I just don't do it, and I don't do it for that reason. Because I I honestly felt like the the vein in my eye, like I feel like it shifted my eye just now because of the the, the heartbeat that just went through it. Wow, I. beat them doesn't that sound like a scene from The Color Purple Seelie telling Harpo just beat her (laughs) worst advice you could have given Harpo having a nigga come back on crutches oh my god this manosphere is dangerous and I'm gonna tell you why this Manosphere is dangerous, be- not because of um, the men who are saying it, but it's about the younger men who are undeveloped, who have not had uh, ma- a, a real man in their lives, a real person in their lives to teach them in which way that they should go. And they are listening to these podcasts, l- listening to talking about keys and locks and all kinds of shit like And then they are going into relationships thinking that being emotionally abusive is okay. Not even okay, that it's healthy and natural. I saw a girl come on this fucking um uh not this app because I told you we don't be I don't be doing that. I had a somebody uh, saw somebody go on the a TikTok talking about how women, and this is a woman, by the way, a black woman. Oh my goodness, those pick me's those pick me's and male-identified women, I just oh when I want to say I wanna, I wanna choke you till your head pops off. I swear. Um, so she's on uh, TikTok talking about how we need to obey the men in our lives. Because, uh, and the reason why you're single is because you can't listen to your man. You don't know how to obey. I was just like, like, wow. How far have we fucking fallen? Like, I never want to attract somebody that you would attract, bitch. Are you crazy? I- <sighs> I
0: can't. You suck. I'm sorry. I apologize. I should have did a trigger warning because I, I, I. A lot of women on this app like we described that same feeling what you just said. Just gut riching My stomach was hurting. My head was discombobulated. Like it just, I couldn't believe that that was like being said. And he had another BM on the panel with him agreeing. So it's just, it's sickening
2: oh um, and this and do you know why that's why i hate pick me so much because black uh, because uh, now we're talking about black men black men uh, black men will go ahead and use that pick me to go ahead and substantiate everything he's saying the same way that white men do when they tro- uh, when they go ahead and take out that token the token nigga friend and to be like hey guess what me and Shanique will be friends since the 60s like sir <laughs> You, you, you don't have black friends, you know, black people, but it's cool. Cause, cause Shanika wanted to kill you every day. She saw you. I, I, I promise. Oh my God. Wow. No words, bro. And this is the thing we, we have talked about black femicide on this app. We've talked about femicide in general on this app. We've talked about the fact that every 14 hours in general, a woman is killed every 14 hours. Let that sink in. Now, a black woman will die, will die every a little over every eight hours. That's four women a day. And this is the rhetoric that we're listening to on this fucking app. Oh, yes, please date black women. See, that's what I want to say. Yo, you shouldn't be dating anybody. You need a fleshlight and a dog. What are you doing here? I'm so, I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay, so we are going to switch gears. We are going to switch gears because we fucking have to. Otherwise, I will stay this whole hour because I'm only going to be on here an hour because I'm by myself today. I will spend this whole hour on this topic alone. I just, oh my God. uh, Wilton. <laughs> i'm so glad for men that make sense hey Wilton.
3: what i don't understand is why are people worrying about russell wilson like what exactly is he doing wrong that's what i don't get like he's not doing anything wrong well the people need to worry about their own lives instead of worrying about another celebrity life like it make no sense
2: it really doesn't. And this goes down from everything that we see on the news. And I keep on saying it, whether it's this stupid ass slap, whether it is Russell and Sierra, it doesn't matter. It has, it doesn't matter what it is. It's all a distraction, guys. It is all a distraction while they systematically take our rights in Congress. We were just talking about the Texas um. The Texas trans bill, we were just talking about the don't say gay in Florida. We were talking about how they are uh, making a- aborting a- atopic pregnancies illegal in Missouri, and it keeps on going. We talked about that poor woman who actually had a stillbirth, but she was accused of having an abortion, and she was sitting in jail until they figured it out. But this is the shit we talking about. We talking about Sierra. We talking about uh, Russell and fucking Future. Jesus, man, God, I hate this shit. It's so
3: stupid. It's crazy how people are worried about Russell Wilson, but then they're not saying anything about Future. Like, I don't. It's it's stupid. Like you doing literally. Like Russell Wilson is doing like the best thing that a man can do, but yet. He getting crapped on that's that's living a crazy world a stupid world like, it's just dumb right
2: did you hear the post he said I, I i he was like uh you uh men have to what did he say men have to have have kids with women that do not have kids so they can further their legacy and not piggyback off the nut of another man the shit it's bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, like whoa, 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 like it is, it is the twilight zone, it is, um, and then I have to realize that it's really not, this has been going on, they just have microphones, this is not new new rhetoric, it's just in my face now, I got to live in some kind of idiotic bliss, thinking that, um, especially since I, if I wasn't interacting with men, that maybe they weren't so bad, but here we are.
3: Wilson. now the real question is, is why is future why do the future have so many children why do a lot of black men in general have a lot of children that they don't take care of because I can tell you two stories one mm, mm,
2: please because <laughs> I swear I feel like people it's so it is really crazy how we will look at a future and look at a Russell and there will be a huge majority of black men and women that'll be like yeah Russell's the uh, Russell's a piece of shit but future is a-okay and I'm just like oh my god where are we where are we uh, oh, but anyway, like I said, we are going to move on to the next topic. Uh, it's another video that I want you to listen to. Let me see if I can actually change the topic because, you know, Aaron's always so good at this. He be doing all of it for me and I don't have to do it, but he forces me to be independent. <laughs> oh, they force me to be independent when I because I don't have a choice, but we got to talk about it because um, we just touched on it a little bit. But we're going to spe- speak on um. Specifically toxic older black women. Cuz good God Almighty. Just let's uh let's take a listen. I think this one is a is a pretty uh, a pretty short video, so just give me a second. Hold on. I already know that
0: black women have an issue with their right. hold on. Why are older Black women so obsessed
1: with humbling, belittling, and humiliating younger Black women in a public setting? And I'm not even talking about, like, your family members or your daughters. We already know that
0: Black women have an issue with their daughters. That's a conversation for another day. But I'm talking about, like, people that you don't even know, like, complete strangers. Like, I have so many stories, even just just from this week, (laughs) from like, older black women that I'm supposed to respect as my elders, like, just being completely disrespectful to me for no reason, and I feel like, and I don't even, I feel I know that you would not do that to a white woman, you definitely don't do it to black men, so why do y'all do it to me? Answer me, and answer me quickly.
2: Mm. mm. Oof. I've been going through it. Thankfully, with not with uh, not my older black woman, my mother, <laughs> but I have been um, noticing it a lot online. I'm noticing it a lot in um, just sometimes in um, I was in the grocery store the other day, it was so random, and there was this uh, older black lady with her daughter who must have been uh, early 20s maybe, and I'm just you know, ear hustling in the aisle, <laughs> and um. I remember her saying to her, listen, if you are trying to find yourself a husband, all of these extra things that you are doing, it's intimidating. They're not going to want to be with a woman like you. And then you're going to end up alone and of course the young younger uh, uh, woman her daughter is saying like listen i don't care about any of that shit right now i'm trying to get my life together and i don't, honestly if a man can't accept me for what i'm doing right now then who cares and she's like th- other lady just gets so exasperated she was like you young women these days you think you can just do whatever the hell you want when you want and oh somebody is just going to accept it later and i'm just like this nigga said it like it was a problem Do you
3: believe that shit? Okay. <laughs> All right. Message, Wilson. Yeah, it is true. It's been going on for a long time because what I have noticed in the past, like people were in like 1950s and 40s, like going way back, that some people when women had children, like one child, usually when they got married to another man, they usually didn't bring that first child into the relationship. Like, a person with their child was raised by somebody else. Mm-hmm. hmm Well, work. one guy that I worked with, two of you guys that I worked with, one guy, he was 29 years old at the time, and he told me he had 13 children. He started having mm-hmm. children when he was 16. And the other guy, he had eight children, I believe. Yeah, eight children. And I don't know how many women it was, but they were about different women. And two of them were about... Well, your first cousins or sisters, it was one of those yeah. two. But I guarantee you, right now, they not paying, they're probably not paying child support. I heard that if you have a certain amount, you don't pay, and they definitely didn't make that much money either. Oh, my God.
2: You know what? The Nick Cannons, the Futures, and I know that Nick Cannon isn't maybe isn't as terrible as Future. He he seems to treat his harem a little bit better than Future did. But listen to the sentence that I said. Still not great, guys. Y- y- you know what I mean? And for some reason, um, we think it's completely OK for these men to have so many children and not be in the home. And then they want to look at us as the queer community and be like, no, you're ruining us. If you guys could just stop swishing your hips and uh, and and buying strap-ons, we could be a better community. And I'm just like, maybe you should just be a dad. And I feel like that would be go way further. Just, just, just saying. It's a read. That's a
0: good conversation, and I've tried to have that conversation before. It's so true. It's like why why am I always met with roughness from older Black women? And it's like oh, I have to, like, my... break down my own defenses just so they can can see me and not, like, <laughs> prejudge me or pre-act like they don't like me. And it's like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Like, on my way to North Carolina, I had to take the Amtrak. And, you know, I'm just asking the—she's an older black woman. I'm asking her questions. And she's just like, well, I don't know what you going to do. And I'm like, well, I'm just asking a question, ma'am, you know? And then— <sighs> This is the kicker, y'all. I was sitting next to a white lady. And the way that she was so nice and helpful to this white lady. I'm like, oh. Oh, that's
1: what we doing?
2: Nigga. Yo. I'm sorry. You just gave me the most visceral flashback. <coughs> uh, sorry, y'all. Um, I am... Yo, that shit is so crazy. Because that, you know what? My grandmother was like that. My grandmother on my mother's side was like that. My mother would tell stories about how there might be like, especially my mom grew up in Jamaica, in St. Anne's Bay. So it was a little, little tiny piece of something that they have there. And there would be like, um, my, my mom told me once about a story about how white people got into a car accident on the road. And I guess word traveled up to where my mom lived, about three miles um, where, where where they were. And my grandmother walked the three miles to go help out the white people. <sighs> that shit is so hard, man. That shit is so hard. <laughs> and then those be some of the women who are, are literally um, chastising you for being you. And I hate to say this, but it really stems from jealousy. How dare you be exactly who you are and be happy about it? Like, how dare you express yourself? How dare you uh, fight back against patriarchy? How dare you even find men to fuck who are also fighting against patriarchy? How dare you evolve? And I just want to say this all comes from such a place of hurt. And I have to say, Isa, I really, really respect you for what you did by breaking down your defenses and trying to get her to see you for who you were. Um, but I also realize that type of emotional labor is not okay for you to do, mama. Um, another story time. Um, if uh, my girl Hallie is still in the room, she'll be able to uh, verify So I was working at a job um, and I was doing security. You'll hear um, some shit where I have done almost every type of job that doesn't require um, math. So (laughs) um, I was uh, working a security job. And I remember this girl, this this lady, this older black woman, um, uh, Miss Parker. Okay, and we're going to call her Miss Parker. And um, I made such fast friends with this lady, man. I was like, oh my goodness, like Miss Parker's so cool, and I knew that she was older. And I, she knew very quickly I was queer because I talk about it. I remember seeing like a finance girl walk into the office, and I was like, yeah, damn, I'm not a man, so I'm not gonna go accost her. But mm, look at the beauty, right? Um, and she, of course, same behind me, she was like, so are you? Are you a part of that A B C D flag? And I was like, the L G B T Q, yeah, 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 we. We do that over here. Uh, She was like, oh, no, that's not what I do. Mm -mm." And I think, this is embarrassing to say, I think that I was looking for an older Black woman. Uh, I think that was what I was looking for. Like, I feel like something in my heart needed that type of nurturing at the moment, to be real. So in that moment when she said that shit, I was like, I made the excuses, I made all the excuses. Well, you know, she's older, she lives in different times, she's from Arkansas, like how else do I expect her to think? So on and so forth. So my dumbass continued, continued in the um, relationship. And I remember we were having a conversation because I, I'm sure everybody remembers it. was It wasn't very long ago that we started hearing about the heartbeat bill. And I don't remember if it was Alabama or Arkansas, one of those southern states, but I was talking about it and I was talking about how dangerous it was. Like, I was like, what about human trafficking? What about incest? What about uh, rape? Like, why would we do this? We're putting children in this world and we can't even take care of the ones that we already have that are in the system. Like, I'm very, very passionate about um, about abortion rights. And Because I feel like if we don't have them, you're just going to end up with more dead women and, or, and more children in the system that we, again, can't already take care of. And I remember um, I was going off with somebody else, but I guess Miss Parker hadn't heard the conversation. She just heard the part about, oh, that heartbeat bill. And she comes out of her, smooth, out her office, like one of the OJs, and said, oh, I love that idea. My heart, my fucking heart, bro. She was like, that way. I said, I said six weeks is crazy. They don't even know they're pregnant. And then she was like, exactly. Now they can't get rid of them. That'll teach them. What? <sighs> On top of the fact that she ended up screwing me over later in my job, which I won't go into. That's a story time for another day. But I remember in that moment, I realized that I had to take a lot of space from her. I had to take a lot of space. And this is what I mean when I say people will vote for your death and still try to be your friend. Don't don't let that be you. Don't be the person to give them excuses and say, oh, it's okay, they're old, they're from another era when literally the things that they are thinking and feeling are
3: malicious. That's malicious. Wilton. With older women, this seems like, since they're, the thing is, the baby boomers and people older, they're used to, Struggling and dealing with a lot of stuff, especially black people, black older women, and I guess because where we are now, we're more open and more free to do different things. I guess it could be threatening to them. It's just different to them.
2: Yeah,
0: I I, I agree. <laughs> That's the running joke. You're Jamaican. We we do every job. We we work in every field. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> hmm.
0: And, you know, I, I, I thank you for pointing that out because I'm not doing an emotional label no more. they just going to have to uh, paint me as I am. And I'm probably going to give them what they, they expect because I, I, I can't mentally. I can't like even um, I think I told you all about the situation at my job when I try to tell uh, this older black woman who works for HR now about my mental health. And she dismissed it. She dismissed my mental disability and told me to work through it. As black women, we just gotta work through it. Yeah.
2: Don't you hate how we weaponize that strength and resiliency, even against ourselves to the point when somebody else is feeling, they can't even feel compassion. When somebody else is going through something, when Issa's literally going and pouring out her heart, who the fuck wants to go to HR and do that with any fucking stranger? I don't care what's going on. No one wants to do that. You finally go ahead and build up the strength to be able to go ahead and do that shit. And this lady is gonna look you in the face and be like, guess what, as black women, we gotta work through it. Bitch, I'm not you. I haven't decided to go ahead and deny my whole fucking soul just for some white man's paycheck. I'm not you. <sighs> I really, I'm in a place right now because listen, when I say the black community is so fucking disjointed, it's why I made specifically a black queer platform because uh, even as black queer women, we don't have a safe space. A lot of times as as queer women in general, you don't have a safe space. You have a safer space than gay men do. We can't pretend that we don't have that privilege, but it's still not a safe space. It's like we're dealing with the misogyny or we're dealing with the racism or we're dealing with the noir, or we're dealing with the homophobia or we're dealing with the transphobia. And it's ridiculous because also we have to realize that cis women go through transphobia, too just because you might be dark or not the right shape, people will definitely call you a fucking man. So it also boggles my mind when um, older black women won't fight for those rights either. That's crazy to me. And I feel like it's just, it feels like opposition on all sides. Um, But again, that's literally what this space is for. uh, So that you do know that there is a community so that you do know there can be a safe space, especially when, because y'all actually listen to Stereo Child, I gotta do something because, <laughs> <laughs> because I like, I, um, Erin was telling me the other day about how they were trying to compare homophilia to pedophilia and bestiality, um, and then on so, and then just to hear this morning, we talk have black men saying that we should totally date black women, but if we are gonna date black women, if they get out of line, we should beat them. <laughs> my heart what the fuck do you do with that and then you want me to date y'all that sounds like a death sentence literally quite literally that sounds like a death sentence and what i need is for good black men who don't think that way to stop being these yellow-livered fucking cowards actually say something start your own platform to combat it and because c- i don't know if you notice they're not gonna listen to us they're not gonna listen to black women black femmes they're not going they're not gonna listen to fucking anybody they may listen to white women they're interested in That's all i got That's all i got uh <laughs> oh man Yo, I, I feel like I'm 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 literally at a at, at a loss for words when I when I think about it because like this is what's in my inbox. And they may not be saying things to that extreme, but this is the thing. They're already having these foundations and levels of toxicity literally coming out the gate. I need, if you're not a submissive woman, I'm seeing this on people's fucking profile pages. If you're not a submissive woman, then I don't want you. I'm here for the black nuclear family. I don't believe in that gender neutrality shit. All kinds of just mess, mess. And you want to go out on a date? Nigga, please. Who the fuck? Who the fuck you think I am? And and people wonder why I have such a long vetting system before I actually decide I want to really meet up with somebody. Like there either has to be something awesome about you, like right out the bat that makes me think, damn, I want to meet this person. Otherwise, there's a there's a vetting process, my dude. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, no, child. I went ahead and got on the panel and told them that, you know. This is serious. Like, y'all keep skipping over the fact that this man has for three hours told y'all to beat and kill black women. And we have one of the largest numbers of domestic violence crickets. Nobody ain't said shit. They literally skipped over what I said and c- continued on and started talking about the Bible. Oh, so I'm like, God. okay, I'm going to go ahead and do a show about domestic violence. So, did a show about domestic violence and why? Why did a certain amount of black men decide to make a show uh as a rebuttal to me doing a show about domestic violence (sighs) not not to address it not to address how black men are taking place in it none of that
2: i'm oh my god but this is why I talked about the manosphere delusion. They can, they will take actual facts. They will take actual statistics, and you, uh, you can. They will take all of that in and just be like, hmm. So have you read this in the Bible? They don't care. They don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter how much information we give them. It doesn't matter how much we try to patiently educate. It's why I told Isa no more fucking emotional labor, my dog. Fuck that. Fuck them. I don't care who it is. Because everybody's just living out for themselves out here. And we are trying to live for our people. So we got to live for our people. We got to live for Black queer people. Because they are not fucking trying to live for us. They are not trying to protect us. They don't give a fuck. We die. if uh, Like like Aaron has said so many times on this podcast. If George Floyd had been feminine, the, would have the outrage have been the same? If that had been a fully gay, out and proud Black man who got killed. Would the rhetoric would have been he did too much? I mm.
3: Mm. ah oh, Wilson. Well um I've heard y'all mention something about a, a show. What show y'all talking about that was three hours long that was talking about somebody getting beat or beating women or what show was it?
2: Uh, I thankfully was not um, a witness to it, but unfortunately for Issa she had to listen to that shit on stereo. I don't know what people or whatever, and, and to be honest, I don't. I don't want to know. <laughs> I really don't. That's just gonna upset me. So I just don't want to even deal with it. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, um, I am. Mm, it is so hard to try and keep. Your mental health, as a um, as a black queer person, as a, so a a lot of times as a queer person in general, but especially for black queer people, oh my god, to keep try to keep your head up. Shout out to Tupac, to try and keep your head up dur- during these during these times is really sad. I'm seeing more videos of just regular just regular black gay people living their life and being fucking accosted. And accosted a lot of times by other black folks. <sighs> and especially the older generation. It's the older generation and the men that we are constantly combating on a regular basis. And I and I know you, y'all are tired. Because I'm tired. I know straight women who are fucking tired. I know straight black women who are tired of this bullshit. <laughs> who are like, I, I don't even understand what the fuck is going on at this point. But at any rate, I, you know, I hate to leave on this note, but I I do have to go ahead and, and log in for work. But I just want to continue to let you guys know that this is always going to be a safe space for y'all. This is going to be a platform that I am going to own and participate in with only integrity because it's what we deserve. Because we can't get it, apparently, in other spaces. We can't. And that's why the Earth is Ghetto podcast is so fucking important. And I am so glad for all of the engagement from my people. Hallie, one of my best friends, was in here. Huntress, Issa Reed, Wilton Lou. Like, thank you. Thank you constantly for being the community that I need. And I just hope that I am going to continue to be the community. Uh, Me and Aaron, of course, are going to continue to be the the community that y'all need. So... Please remember, I'm going to be uploading this on Spotify at some point later today. Please uh, share it with your people. Share it with as many people as you can. Um, and again, thank y'all. I really, I really appreciate everything. Um, please go to our Instagram and add us and follow. It is uh, earth underscore is underscore uh, ghetto underscore. And of course, there is a TikTok with the same exact handle. And Brujita Sid Noir is my name on Instagram and on TikTok. All right. Please remember being queer is African and we are going to continue to be your arsenal.
3: Love y'all.